0: Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's MLB draft season, and the Locked On MLB Prospects Podcast is covering every future star of the Major League Baseball. Host Aram Layton brings you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get podcasts. So this week has mostly been uh, about mid-season recaps, and we're going to continue that uh, today. Uh, We've already gone through the best uh, drafted value players and and the best waiver wire pickups for the first half of the season. Well, today we're kind of looking towards the Razzies of uh, Fantasy Baseball Awards, the worst uh, fantasy value uh, through the first half of the season. We'll still dig deep on the waiver wire, grab uh, some injury updates, uh, matchups, and DFS value plays for Thursday. Uh, And now uh, we're going to go through uh, the worst value uh, fantasy players, and in general, I'm not going to be blaming guys for getting hurt. If you miss time, you miss time, and uh, the, I don't think it's really fair to uh, uh, nail a player's uh, lack of production uh, based on injury. Now, if they weren't producing in addition to getting hurt, well, maybe that's maybe that's something to to uh, that will qualify them. But uh, in in most cases, I'm trying to get guys who have at least been playing, just not necessarily playing very well. Uh, and we start at catcher, uh, and catcher is an interesting spot because most of the uh, there haven't been any massive disappointments. I suppose at the position now, if you're in a in a league with batting average, Yasmany Grandal hitting 188 can you know be a little bit of a problem. But in general, uh, most catchers have uh, there haven't been guys with really high expectations who have fallen flat. And I mean, in some respects, it's because there's no one who who had super high expectations. Uh, but uh, we have to pick somebody here, so we're going to go with Miami's Jorge Alfaro. Uh, he's had 153 plate appearances, which is a little on the low side, had some injuries, uh, but only three home runs, 10 RBIs, 10 runs scored, hitting two twenty five, has a five ninety-eight OPS. Uh, in general, uh, Jorge Alfaro has not really uh, lived up to expectations uh, so far. Uh, at first base... Uh, I suppose it depends on what your expectations were for Anthony Rizzo of the Cubs. Uh, last season wasn't great for Rizzo, but short season, and as we've talked about in previous podcasts, you don't want to over overvalue uh, the 60-game season. Uh, and so you might have been inclined to expect Rizzo to bounce back this year, and really he hasn't. Uh, he had 10 home runs, 33 RBIs, 32 runs scored, hitting two fifty. Uh, his OPS is a little bit lower this year than it was last year, and 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 now it's not, wow, Anthony Rizzo's a a disastrous, terrible player, uh, but it's certainly not up to uh, the standards he had set before. Uh, If you want to give Rizzo a bit of a pass, well, let's offer up Milwaukee's Keston Hura, uh, who has had a disaster of a a first half. He has four home runs, 17 RBI, 16 runs scored, hitting 159 in 174 plate appearances, got demoted to AAA, uh, has been called back up, uh, but is generally still not hitting, Uh, and so uh, after, after Hura's uh, debut in the Major Leagues, where he, he really you know looked like he was going to be a future star, uh, suddenly he is, he has is, uh, run into real problems, uh, and that has continued this year. Uh, at second base, now we've got in the Mets Jeff McNeil, uh, who he's also missed a little bit of time. He has 172 plate appearances, but uh, three home runs, 12 RBIs, 18 runs scored, hitting just 243. Uh, and now McNeil's not a big power guy to begin with, uh, but Average uh, has been basically a calling card uh, for him, Uh, fantasy wise. You would expect uh, McNeil to at least give you uh, better than a 300 batting average, which can be a real difference maker. Uh, But when I mean his average has climbed to 243, he's been uh, he's been languishing below that uh, for quite a while. Uh, And if if not Jeff McNeil, uh, I'll. Submit uh, Seattle utility man Dylan Moore, who plays second and uh, in, in a variety of other spots, uh, too. Uh, and Moore's overall production is so-so. I guess seven home runs, 26 RBIs, 22 runs scored, 13 stolen bases. So there is value in the steals, but he's hitting 177. Uh, and uh, you know, trotting out that kind of batting average every day uh, can really do some do some damage to your uh, your scoring. Uh, at shortstop, and we've got the Mets Francisco Lindor. Uh, And part of this is that the expectations for Lindor are obviously very high. Uh, Now, he didn't have a great season last year in Cleveland, uh, but again, short season. You might have thought he'd be be bouncing back uh, in 2021, and that has not been the case. Uh, He has nine home runs, 30 RBIs. He has scored 45 runs, eight stolen bases, and hitting .220. Uh, This has been... uh, Considering, considering how Lindor played uh, in 2020, his kind of mediocre production, uh, th- there was a real opportunity here for him to kind of reset uh, w- with the Mets and, and get his numbers back where they had been uh, before. Uh, and, and not only has he not done that, uh, he's actually been worse. Uh, and so Lindor, a guy who uh, not that long ago would have been a high first-round pick, uh, his, his value is kind of plummeting. Uh, in fantasy circles, uh, and if not Lindor, uh, just cross town uh, to get the Yankees Gleyber Torres, who he also had a poor 2020 season, although uh, was great in the playoffs, and, and that would have uh, helped to boost, I guess, his expectations coming into this year that, um, you know, whatever went wrong for him during the regular season, uh, he seemed to shake it off for the playoffs, and okay, so Gleyber Torres uh, will bounce back in 2021. Well, he has not. Uh, he has just three home runs, 28 RBIs, 25 runs scored, 5 stolen bases, uh, and a two hundred thirty nine batting average. And really, the the story here for Torres is two years ago, he hit 38 home runs. And now now you've got him sitting here with three uh, past the midway part of the season. Uh, he's going to have to figure out uh, how to drive the ball again because uh, he, he looked like he was on his way to being a superstar. And now, uh, for fantasy purposes, he's a disaster. At third base, uh, we've got the Angels' Anthony Rendon, who... Uh, you know, naturally he's had high expectations because over the past four or five years, he's been one of the most productive, uh, hitters, uh, at the position, uh, and been consistent and reliable. And, uh, you should expect, uh, quite a bit out of Anthony Rendon and it just doesn't happen this year. He's got six home runs, 34 RBIs, 24 runs scored, hitting just 240. Um, and it's not, it's not as though he's going to lose his spot. You know, the angels have committed enough, uh, financially that Rendon is secure, uh, to, to be the, the starter there. But, uh, you know, for fantasy purposes, uh, your, your, uh, expectations have been dashed, uh, given his lack of production so far this year. And if not Rendon at third base, you can consider Cincinnati's Eugenio Suarez, who he is filling the power categories, as you'd expect. He has 17 home runs, 49 RBIs. He scored 40 runs, but he's trotting out a 180 batting average. And that is, uh, a lot of that has to do with a really low batting average on balls in play. But, uh, Nevertheless, Suarez uh, hitting 180, uh, having to put that in your lineup uh, every day can be uh, uh, a bit of a problem. Uh, in left field, Milwaukee's Christian Yelich, and look, he had, his 2020 season was horrendous, uh, and we even had a, a segment on the podcast where we would break down uh, Christian Yelich's uh, kind of ongoing slumps at the start of uh, last season. Uh, But, you know, given his track record before that, it wasn't unreasonable to think that Christian Yelich would bounce back in 2021. Uh, And I suppose he's bounced back a little bit this year, but not much. Uh, He has just five home runs, 24 RBIs, 39 runs scored, has stolen six bases, hitting 241. I mean, this is a guy who uh, two years ago uh, was kind of knocking on the door to be one of the very top players in baseball, Uh, you know, comfortably in the top five uh and now all of a sudden uh he can't hit and, and you know and, and he has a 783 ops so this isn't as though uh, Christian Yelich is has dropped off to the point where he's just going to fade out of the major leagues uh but he's going from a guy who, who was had an ops over 1100 down to 783 in a couple of years uh it really is just a it's a puzzling decline uh, given his age and where, where you'd expect him to be in his career. Uh, at center field, now, the the issue in center field so much this year is injuries. Uh, and, you know, of the there are stars who have missed quite a bit of time, and that's uh, Mike Trout and Cody Bellinger and Luis Robert and George Springer, Cattell Marte, Byron Buxton. All those guys have missed a uh, significant time, so you can't really punish them. I mean, Bellinger hasn't played well when he's been healthy, but he, he's played so little, it's hard to pass a lot of judgment there, but uh, if we're going to go passing judgment, let's go to uh, Washington's Victor Robles, uh, who only has one home run. And, and now home runs aren't necessarily the the uh, main feature of his game, but he did have 17 a couple of years ago, and now he's sitting on one. Has 11 RBIs, 26 runs scored, 7 stolen bases, hitting just 214. Now, Robles is still, you know, he's like 24 years old. He's young. Uh, but, you know, given what he was doing a couple years ago, uh, you wouldn't expect him to be worse uh, now. Uh, in right field, the Mets, Michael Conforto, we've touched on a few Mets here, uh, uh, and Conforto, he did miss some time with injuries, but he still had 188 plate appearances so far, uh, and done very little in those plate appearances, just two home runs, 16 RBIs, 14 runs scored, hitting 200, uh, it, even if uh, Conforto's batting average has fluctuated from year to year, uh, you would expect more than two home runs in 188 plate appearances. Uh, the one thing you, you would count on uh, from Conforto is that he, he can legitimately get you 25, 30 home runs uh, in a full season. Uh, and right now, he's, he's going to have to do some work uh, if he's going to get there uh, this season. Uh, so when we come back, we will look at the pitchers uh, who have been disappointments this year, and then we'll uh, uh, look, look at some injury updates and matchups uh, for Thursday. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. It's available in nine flavors. Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry, white pouches. Nothing dips, spits, and packs like Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On team listeners a special offer. Right now, you can try a can for just $1. That's right, just $1. Go to www.fullyloadedchew.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. It's just $1 and free shipping if you use the code LOCKEDON at checkout. The next time you go for a dip, make it Fully Loaded Chew. Chew.com. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait for the person behind the counter to order parts on their computer. You have access to computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. Save time and money using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. At Rock Auto, it's $216. That's money goes back into your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore the easy to use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit Rockauto.com. So naturally, it's not just the hitters uh, that have been disappointing for fantasy purposes this year. Uh, let's take a look on the mound and, and see which pitchers have, have you know, ruined your life uh, be- based on their first-half performance. Uh, and first up is the Angels' Dylan Bundy, who has, seems to have lost his spot uh, in the Angels' rotation, and why not? Uh, he uh, has a 1-7 record, a 6.6 ADRA, 1.40 whip, 8.5 strikeouts per nine, and uh, as inconsistent as Bundy was uh, in his days with Baltimore... It looked like he might have left that in the past with a, a strong season in 2020 uh, for the Angels. And uh, that, I, I guess, sort of propelled uh, him into higher expectations this year, that uh, the thought was Bundy had turned the corner, and uh, now he was going to deliver on, on this vast promise that he had uh, shown as a prospect. Uh, and, well, now, now you're getting a worse version of Dylan Bundy than uh, than even what he was uh delivering in Baltimore Uh, and now I mean there's some some bad luck involved here too but uh, overall uh, Bundy's performance has just been uh, a disaster. Uh, Cincinnati's Luis Castillo who's uh, we've talked about quite a bit on this podcast because he got rocked the very first start of the year uh, was starting to turn the corner and got rocked again and then I kind of wiped my hands uh, of him I didn't didn't want any part of Luis Castillo and well now he's uh, he's been pitching better uh, and uh, that doesn't excuse uh, the performance so far, but uh, I, I would suggest that you, you could keep your eye on getting Luis Castillo as a buy-low option for the second half of the season. Uh, but through 18 starts, Luis Castillo's 3-10, 4.81 ERA, 1.40 whip, 8.3 strikeouts per nine. All of these numbers are much, much worse than uh, what he's had in recent years uh, when he had kind of established himself as as a bona fide uh, ace for the Reds. Uh, Minnesota's Kenta Meda. Uh, who was second in American League Cy Young voting last year? So naturally, expectations were pretty high uh, coming into this season. But in 13 starts, Maeda does have a four and three record, but a 5.03 RA, 1.45 WHIP, his 9.2 strikeouts per nine is okay, uh, and, and Maeda has has kind of gradually improved. There hasn't been like some dramatic uh, shift, uh, but after you know a, a really rough start to the season, uh, he, he has been turning things around, uh, save for. Uh, a couple starts ago, when he did give up seven or run runs, but in general, uh, the trend is a little bit better for Maida, But uh, given where the expectations were, he's kind of a long way off. Uh, San Diego's Blake Snell. Uh, moving over from Tampa Bay, looking at an opportunity maybe to go deeper into games. Uh, and really, the, the results have been pretty rough for Snell. In 16 starts, he's 3-3, three and three, has a 4.99 ERA, 1.55 whip. Now, he does have 11.9 strikeouts per nine, so he can miss bats, but uh, the other numbers basically make him uh, a liability for fantasy. Uh, Oakland's Jesus Luzardo, who, who showed promise, Uh, in 2020 as a rookie and you know wasn't you know super valuable uh, but as a a young guy who had uh, secured a spot uh, in the Oakland uh, rotation it looked like uh, he would be uh, ready to go and and kind of do bigger and better things this year uh, and not even close Uh, you know he's uh, been spending time in the bullpen he's appeared in 13 games and only has six starts uh, but Luzardo's two and four with a 6.87 ERA, 1.63 whip, 9.5 strikeouts per nine. Uh, th- that ERA and whip are just, uh, y- you can't do anything with that, uh, for fantasy. Now, Washington's Patrick Corbin. Now he's one who, uh, has also been better lately and, and not dominant by any stretch. And I mean, there's, there's a real fall off here from where Corbin was a couple of years ago, um. Uh, but in 17 starts, he's six and seven, 5.40 ERA, 1.40 WHIP, only seven strikeouts per nine. I mean, a couple of seasons back, uh, Corbin uh, had seasons where he was striking out more than 10 batters per nine innings, even up to 11 uh, batters per nine innings. And so, suddenly, only only uh, down at seven uh, strikeouts per nine innings this year uh, helps explain why uh, why he's having so many problems. Uh, Seattle's Marco Gonzalez, now Gonzalez has missed some time uh, with injuries, but he had established himself as the Mariners' ace last year, and maybe somewhat of a surprise uh, that he had he had pitched so well, uh, given his, his previous track record, but uh, he he's uh, kind of giving it all back uh, this year. In 10 starts, Gonzalez is 1-5, 5.82 5. ERA, 1.45 whip, 8.1 strikeouts per nine, and now he's not a huge strikeout guy, so that strikeout rate is uh, probably fair for what you might expect out of Marco Gonzalez, but... Uh, the record, the ERA, and the WHIP uh, are all enough to uh, cast him away from your fantasy team. Uh, now to the bullpens, where I mean, there there aren't a lot of uh, relievers that you would have you know huge expectations for. Uh, and the guys who are kind of secure, reliable closers, uh, they've maintained uh, for the most part. Uh, but we do have a few who. Uh, have lost their jobs and, and their value now is certainly not what you would, would have hoped coming into the season. And so we'll start with Minnesota's Alex Colomay, uh, who did have a 0.81 ERA for the White Sox last season. and was really effective, even though his strikeout rate was way down. Uh, and this year, uh, he's managed two saves uh, before, before losing the job. And overall in 33 games, has a 4.99 ERA, 1.57 whip. Uh, and Minnesota has other options, so they don't, you know, that was the one of the risks, I suppose, is if you went for Alex Colomay and you knew that uh, if he uh, if he struggled, uh, that he wasn't going to be able to hold the job because they had other options. Uh, Seattle's Rafael Montero, uh, who is just he's not the same pitcher as he was uh, in recent seasons. He's only striking out 7.6 per nine innings, has an ERA of 6.64, a WHIP of 1.48. Uh, now he's managed seven saves and he's won five games, uh, but. Yeah, he, he's kind of lost the, the Mariners' job here. Kendall Graveman is, is the much better option uh, for the Mariners at the end of games. And Montero, uh, you know, given that uh, his uh, strikeout rate is way down, uh, he's not really a threat, I guess, to, to reclaim the job uh, uh, until, that, until that changes. Uh, and then Cincinnati, uh, with Rizel Iglesias uh, moving on to, to the Angels, uh, the closer's role was up for grabs, and it looked like it would be there for Amir Garrett. Uh, and Garrett uh, got rocked early. Uh, he, he's had some chances and, and has, uh, has saved six games and, and some recently. Uh, but overall, you're looking at six saves, a 6.95 ERA, 1.62 whip. Uh, and so Garrett uh, is still, uh, has not been able to secure that job. And it looked like kind of coming out of spring training that it w- he would be the guy, but then he got shelled early. Uh, and, you know, got kind of pushed out of the, the late innings mix, and now he's been kind of pushed back into it. Uh, but, you know, the, the results aren't, uh, aren't solid enough for, uh, for somebody that you might have grabbed to be one of your closers uh, coming into the season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for a run in the playoffs. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code locked on at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now every episode I offer up one player uh, There's rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues, uh, and maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to get them, beat the competition, or maybe it's just somebody to kind of have on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right. And today. Uh, We're going with Chicago White Sox utility man, Lurie Garcia. He's eligible at second base, shortstop, third, and all three outfield spots. Uh, And generally, Garcia is a mediocre hitter, uh, but is on a pretty good run lately. In his past eight games, has two home runs, 11 RBIs, hitting .381 with a 12.45 OPS. Uh, The White Sox are dealing with a bunch of injuries, and that has basically ensured regular playing time for Garcia because he can be plugged in in a lot of different places. Uh, He's also rostered in just 5% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, Now for some injury updates, and we'll start with Dodgers' Uh, lefty Clayton Kershaw has landed on the 10-day injured list with a, a strained forearm. Uh, that's you know not not great. Uh, might that be a chance for David Price to, to start games uh, and actually start as opposed to just being an opener? Uh, I, I, I don't know what the Dodgers have kind of next in in mind uh, with Kershaw out, but uh, they may have to start looking at, at some uh, other possibilities because with Kershaw out and. Um, and Dustin May uh, out for the season, The their uh, starting rotation depth has taken a hit. Uh, Baltimore third baseman Michael Franco has, has been dealing with an ankle injury and has landed on the 10-day injured list. Uh, Domingo Leba has been playing at third uh, for the Orioles, and uh, he's rocking a 600 OPS in his nine games with, with Baltimore, which uh, which is an improvement uh, <laughs> since arriving. Uh In Baltimore, and so you know, you can take your time on uh, on racing to grab Domingo Leba from the waiver wire. Um, Chicago Cubs starter Jake Arrieta uh, is on the 10-day injured list due to a a strained hamstring. I mean, Arrieta has been getting rocked uh, lately, so he could probably use a break anyway. Uh, Might this open up uh, a spot for Trevor Williams to come back to the rotation? Maybe Uh, the Cubs uh, third baseman Chris Bryant. Uh, also day-to-day with a hamstring injury right now. Uh, Oakland utility man Chad Pinder is 10-day injured list with a hamstring injury as well. Uh, Seattle uh, starting pitcher Justice Sheffield on the 10-day injured list uh, with a forearm issue. Maybe Hector Santiago uh, gets a a chance to start some games uh, while Sheffield's out. Uh, Now let's take a look at some matchups for Thursday on BetOnline.ag. Just a couple uh, that I don't mind, some slight underdogs here. Philadelphia Zach Eflin. Who's plus one hundred nine at the Cubs at Adirondalzelay? Uh, Eflin was one of the guys who I uh, suggested as a, a good buy low candidate uh, for the second half of the season. Uh, has some some strong underlying numbers. His overall uh, results have been okay, uh, but the strong underlying numbers maybe give give you some reason to be encouraged. Uh, and uh, at that price, uh, against a Cubs lineup that could be missing Chris Bryant, uh, that, that's a fair shot. And then the Reds, Tyler Molly, uh, plus 101. Uh, so, very slight underdog at Milwaukee with Adrian Hauser on the mound. Now, Milwaukee's going uh, pretty well, but uh, Molly has uh, had a, a nice breakthrough season, even who was somewhat expected. Uh, and, and so, uh, I think he's uh, well worth a, a shot here against Adrian Hauser. And, and Hauser is fine, uh, entirely uh, reasonable uh, major league starter, but Molly is, is better than that. And so. Uh, I don't mind getting him uh, as a slight underdog in this game. Uh so thanks to betonline.ag for those odds, let's grab some DFS value plays uh for Thursday and we'll start with Toronto Blue Jays rookie Alec Manoa. 6800 dollars at Baltimore. Uh yes, the Orioles uh crushed uh, Manoa for some uh for some home runs uh, the last time they uh met, uh but uh, I I you know the results we've seen from Manoa overall don't suggest that he's he's uh only going to get lit up here by Baltimore and $6,800 is a pretty nice price. Uh, if not Manoa, how about Philadelphia Zach Efflin, who's $7,500 at the Cubs? Uh, Philadelphia catcher uh, JT Real Muto is just $3,500 uh, at the Cubs. And you know the, the, the Real Muto maybe hasn't quite lived up to expectations uh, in terms of his production uh, behind the plate this year, but he's not terrible either. And at that price, uh, has a chance to give you good value. A couple of Tigers, uh, they're in Minnesota taking on J.A. Happ, so third baseman, Jimer Candelario, is $3,400. Uh, and shortstop, Zach Short is $2,300. Uh, and, you know, as, as much as this is just finding J.A. Happ, who's a pretty vulnerable starter, uh, uh, Short has been reasonably productive since getting uh, a chance to play in Detroit, and, and Candelario is, uh, I guess, quietly productive. He's, he's not going to put up huge numbers, uh, but can, can produce enough that at that price uh, he's okay. And I, I have to continue with Baltimore uh, outfielders here. Cedric Mullins is thirty four hundred dollars uh, against Alec Manoa. Uh, it could probably go for Ryan Mountcastle too, but um, and and as much as I like Manoa, I just Mullins has been one of the top ten, twelve hitters in in fantasy over the past month. Um, so if you want to give me him at a discount price, uh, thirty four hundred dollars, uh, I'll take it. So that will do it for today. Uh, also check out the. Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast 2, the Stanley Cup, has been awarded, uh, but it's looking like a busy offseason with expansion coming and a lot of big-name players uh, on the trade block. Listen to these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Today in the Locked On Today Podcast, what is the game plan for the Phoenix Suns in Game 2 against the Milwaukee Bucks? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today Podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.